showed my mom a picture she because I needed her help with things. So I had to show her a picture of who I was cosplaying, and she saw it and was like, oh, yeah, how you're going to look real good in this. Yeah, attract, attract. Yeah, it's going to be great. And then I showed her a picture of me in it, in like a rudimentary version of it, just the yeah. cape and the belt. She was like, oh, oh, Hallie, never mind. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I look good in cowboy shit, Mom. That could be your new bio for everything. <laughs> I look good in cowboy shit, Mom. Back to catching up, David. Today is episode nine, Disney Zootopia, or for UK listeners, Zootropolis. I don't like it. One point for David. One point for David. <laughs> One point for David. <laughs> My points don't count because I actually do research, and you guys are just coming into it blind. But in the UK, apparently in the UK and other places, they called it Zootropolis. I'm also surprised that I didn't know this, given how big Zootopia was. Yeah. And I feel like I would have heard about it. There are a lot of, there's a lot of localization with the, the newscasters. I've heard about that. In yeah. Canada, they have a moose. There's a moose in this one, too. There is but in other places, They maintain the moose <laughs> in Canada. In other places, they get other animals. In China, there's a great big panda that doesn't have a name they're all the places that have names they're all puns on and voiced by a famous news anchor oh i didn't actually know i found the name of the guy that does it is it, Al it isn't it's uh i'll find it later it doesn't matter <laughs> all right then i'll find it right now do i like to travel some more i don't know no peter mansbridge don't know. As Peter Moosebridge. He's Don't the, he's know the Peter. But they didn't try that hard with that one. <laughs> I respect that they didn't try that hard. They're just like, what's a moose? A moose? What's an animal <laughs> We can stick what's in here. <laughs> they both start with M. We've got it made. Yeah. There's a, there's a koala in Australia. The Brazilian version uses a jaguar. The Japanese version is a tanuki. It's a tanuki. It's um, like a little raccoon dog thing. That's adorable. They're pretty cute. Have you ever played Super Mario Bros. 3? I have. It's The tanuki suit is when he gets the tail and he has the ears. You can fly. He turns into a tanuki. Okay. There you go. Yeah, there were a lot of voice talent things I learned as I was doing my research, which is a thing that we can talk about in just a second. It, uh, the primary voice talent is Jennifer Goodwin, Jason Bateman, Idris Elbra, Jenny Slate, J.K. Simmons, Octavia Spencer, and Shakira as Gazelle, the pop star Gazelle. Jason Bateman is like one of the few celebrities I recognize, and I think I know who Idris Elba is. And J.K. Simmons is like in everything, isn't he? J.K. Simmons and Jason Bateman were both in Juno. J.K. Simmons uh, was the dad. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. he's in everything. He is. I love J.K. Simmons. Yeah. He deserves to It was a name that I recognized. 
which I obviously should have because it was in a movie that we already watched. Yes. Yeah. And obviously Shakira. I know Shakira. Do you not know Octavia Octavia Spencer? No. I don't. Wow. Did you see The Help? No. Great movie. You should change your mind. Um, (laughs) I'm drawing a blank on anything else she's been in. She was in that mom movie. I don't think that was up your alley. Isn't she in... Oh, is that the horror movie? What was about figure eight? Yeah. No, Hidden Figures. Hidden figure, figure eight. Face. I, I was like, figure eight isn't right, but figure eight is there. I think so. Isn't she I didn't see that one. I haven't seen it either. I just feel like she's in it. I accidentally walked into that theater when I went to go see another movie because they had printed the wrong ticket. And I wasn't looking at like the actual thing. And my friends had gotten the right ticket, but their tickets were in their pockets. And they were like, what theater are we? And I said, seven. And we ran over and then we sat down and we we're like, this doesn't look like our movie. Realized it was the wrong one. Left. What were you trying to say? The story keeps getting better. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway, she's probably in that. Okay. Great. I think I know. I think I know who she is because it's because I saw the like commercials for the Ma, mm-hmm. the horror movie. Yeah, it did look good. She's Ma. Yeah, it did look good. I think I know who she is. Yeah. Idris right. Elba. Did you see the cat's trailer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the cat who's wearing clothing. Who's not? Oh, like the trench coat. Yeah, I think hat. so. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Isn't other cats are wearing clothing? The male ones. Yeah. Because really... uh, James Corden cat is wearing. Clothing. It's like a tuxedo. Wonder and I think Jason Derulo's cat has clothes on. He's got too. like hobo clothes. What is going on? I don't like this. It's rude. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Shakira was like basically just playing herself, right? Just. Slightly more gazelle-like. Slightly more gazelle-like. Anyways, Zootopia, a huge hit for Disney, grossed over a billion dollars worldwide, which made it the fourth highest grossing film of the year, the 34th highest grossing film of all time, and the fourth ever animated film to make more than a billion dollars. What were the other three? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I bet one of them was a Toy Story movie. Could be. (laughs) Frozen. I have to assume. Um, the American Film Institute named it one of the year's 10 best films, and it received an Oscar, a Golden Globe, a Critics' Choice Movie Award, an Annie Award for Best Animated Feature Film, and it was also up for a BAFTA, but it lost for one point. Can you guess who it lost to? What was the category it lost it? Best Animated Feature Film. What came out at the same time as Utopia? I don't know. It's 2016. I tell you if I remembered. Wow, I just gave you that information <laughs> out of the goodness of my heart. You're like, I want to tell you if I remember. I can't remember 2016. Moana was one of them. Yeah, but that was later. That was like November. Zootopia came out when I was graduating. Did any Miyazaki movies come out that year? If a Disney is beat, a Miyazaki is a good bet for. All I could think of was The Jungle Book. Would that have been counted as animated? I don't know. CGI. It was yeah. not the right time. It wasn't the Jungle Book. But that's a good guess. Thank you. I get a half point. You don't. But it was a good guess. I'm trying to remember whether I was mad about the choice or not. Okay. Because I, I heard know... this movie was really good. To be Zootopia, it better be. Because I really like Zootopia. Okay. Um, that's not when Market Ralph came out. Well, I guess award seasons are like... Is it Wreck-It Ralph? Wreck-It Ralph isn't on my list. No, it's not. Wreck-It Ralph should be on your list. Wreck-It Ralph is great. 
Didn't like the second one. I didn't hate it. It came out with pretty positive feelings. It seemed very like beating me over the head with the with the theme. I don't know. I officially say I give up. I'm blanking on every animated movie that has ever existed. That's the question. (laughs) Yes. Is Kubo in the two straightness? Damn it, Kubo. Really I still haven't seen Kubo, but once I went to McDonald's to get a miraculous ladybug toy, and I got a Kubo a Kubo boat, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like I went for because they were limited time only. Say that again. It was a what? It was a Kubo Kubo boat. I was a Kubo because it's a character in the other podcast that I'm in, but it's Kubo. But it's just a boat. It was Kubo boat. What? You keep like. Pausing or like correcting yourself, and I can't tell if you're correcting yourself. Is it Kubo or Kokubo? Kubo. Okay. I'm just getting really confused over so many words that I know melding together. But it's a, it I was know a boat. So many words, and they're all <laughs> no, they're together. Not even... It was a made up word. Someone swallowed a dictionary. <laughs> it was a boat, and I was displeased. <laughs> Yeah, so Kubo and the Two Strings beat it for a BAFTA, but it won basically everything else, which is good. I also like Zootopia. Spoiler, we'll talk about it. (laughs) Um, In case you haven't seen it, Zootopia follows Judy Hopps, a young rabbit with a big dream, to become the big city's first bunny cop. She works her tail off, sorry, and graduates from the police academy at the top of her class, only to be relegated to parking duty by Chief Bogo, who doubts her fitness for the job. While giving out parking tickets, she runs into Wiley Fox Nick Wilde, a con artist who hustles her. Nick later becomes her only lead in the case that falls in her lap, finding Emmett Otterton, one of 14 predators to go missing in the city. A nudist club, a savage jaguar, a tiny shrew crime boss, some psychotropic flowers, and the easiest ship of my life, Zootopia. I think... I was very pleased by the easiest ship of my life. Why'd you give me that look? Who are you shipping? Nick and Judy. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Are there are there others I should be shipping instead? Don't worry about it. Okay. I guess seeing it for the first time, I was most pleased with myself for getting some of the other Disney references. Like when Bogo makes like the let it go joke and Duke Weaselton. Um, fun fact, Alan Tudyk. We know this one. They may not at home know the fun fact. We just watched all the joy leave your face because we're dicks. While watching the movie, I tried to like turn to Hallie and be like, did you know? And she said, yes. Fun fact for those listening at home and those who enjoy fun. Alan Tudyk, who voices Duke Weaselton, also the voice of the Duke of Weselton from Frozen. Another fun fact, Kristen Bell plays a sloth. Oh, I did know that, actually. She's Priscilla. Priscilla? Yeah. yeah, she's Flash's co-worker at the DMV. I'm sure that this was a very big moment for her in her life. Because, yeah. again, sloths. that's the only thing I know of Kristen Bell, <laughs> is that she really loves sloths. She's a vegetarian. Now you know two things. There you go. So are sloths. Match made in heaven. Exactly. Yeah. And So anyways, like, with the the Disney references, I thought they handled it pretty well, too, because, like, sometimes I get annoyed by, like, overly clever references. Right. I don't know if you've read, like, much Neil Gaiman, but there's been some Neil Gaiman things where, like, 
he just kind of like hits you over the head with how clever he is. Yeah. And it sort of kills it for me. It's like, I got that reference. I don't feel smart. I just feel like I wish you didn't think you were so smart. Right? Like, I feel like you're patting yourself on the back yeah. for that one more than this added anything to the... Yeah. But yeah, the jokes worked for me though. I do Weaselton being an actual weasel was like really perfect. Yeah. I was into it. Because they have the line frozen where they call him the Duke of Weaselton. And he yeah. says, Weaselton. And this one they say, Weaselton. And he says, Weaselton. Yeah. And it's it's fun, you it's know? It's fun. I'm sure that there are others that I missed or like went over my head. But like, I'm learning things, you guys. You learned. I'm so proud I'm, of you. Also, I'm, you didn't mention at all mm-hmm. how much you love the way the weasel moves. I love you the way the weasel on moves. It, like four times <laughs> in the movie. Because and I love the way like, the weasel moves. Weasel. Full stop. <laughs> I love the way the weasel moves. Say it again. I love the way the weasel moves. That sounds like a secret, a secret code. Like you nod and they slide it over. I love the way the weasel moves. They slide it closed and open the door. I love the um, it's just so fun to watch. Yeah, it's good. I like. I'm also a fan of the way the weasel moves. <laughs> I'm converting people. Are, are there people that are like anti-weasel? Not that I know. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Why, <laughs> why are you talking about the way the weasel moves when at the end of the movie, spoiler, when Mrs. Otterton is reunited with Mr. Otterton and the way she like yeah, does the little really smooth hug because, you know, they're otters and that's what yeah. they do every time I see it. I think my heart grows a size. Shrinks back down. Later. I read a... Um, something somewhere maybe it was in a disney files magazine that when the animators were designing all the animals it wasn't like a straight anthropomorphic conversion like they usually do um because they wanted each animal to retain a sense of their movement like um when judy's going into zootopia they mm-hmm. have the camels like jogging i yeah. think like their heads are as far forward as a camel would be if they were standing and they're like kind of like loping a little bit yeah. and it's moved like camels do and and Mrs. Otterton has that really smooth little glide and Judy hops because she's a bunny. you did for loping was like, <laughs> I don't think I've seen a person do that. Because it's, it's a camel move and I love the way the weasel moves because <laughs> he's just <laughs> I can't describe it. I just really like it. But there was a thing they wanted to do when they were when they were animating everything. They wanted to make sure each animal retained their specific characteristics. And they also wanted Zootopia itself to be clearly a city made by animals for animals. Mm-hmm. So they tried to put themselves in the perspective of like, giraffes are going to need this, but lemmings are going to need this. Which is where the scene where they have like the smoothie thing that goes yeah. up the... I like the acacia? acacia? How do you pronounce that word? Acacia? Acacia. Acacia smoothies. Didn't know the word. And the lemmings all have their little like rodent tubes. Yeah, there's the, the hamsters, cute. the hamster tubes. Yeah. I liked the little train when she first got on, how they had like the tiny doors the and three the medium doors, doors yeah. and the big doors. And that was another detail they put in yeah. when they were designing it. I just think I just think it was really clever and I think they really put their hearts into it. Yeah. I liked I liked a lot of the, the more subtle jokes like that that worked really well. Like the the population ticker when yeah. they're like on the now beeping bunny burrow yeah. sign that just like keeps rolling out. And mm-hmm. I, I wish it were my job to just name fictional stores in animated movies. They've got like Mousies, they've got Targoat. Lululemons. Yeah. 
There's a, there's a bunch that I will flocker. There are a number of uh, good ones. Yeah, or like the bands. I was I rewatched it last night, and I paused to like try and catch some more of the things. So I was like looking around the city and when she's on her iPod on the train. Some of the all of the bands have animal names. So you've got <laughs> yeah. the Beagles. You've got Caddy Perry. U two. Fleetwood Yak is obviously the best one. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah. Fur Fighters. There are a lot. A lot of good ones. People were really impressed with how her earbuds went into her actual ears instead of, like, hanging by the sides yeah. of her head. Like... They could kind of think of everything. Gotta think of everything. Yeah. And they freaking did. I liked, too, at the, at the Naturist Club, where the giraffe and the hippos were playing volleyball. And the hippo like just... lobs it up in the tree. <laughs> <and he's laughs> <like, laughs> that was good. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. And like all the all the animals, they're all. I'm a sucker for the little fennec fox in the elephant costume. God, oh I love God. I love the little toot toot the little toot toot. Yeah, and when he just sideways like he puts it, I just did it, but no one can see and it, and they just like. It's such a quick movement, and I love when Nick is like, "All right, use two paws now," and then he just like dumps it, the giant popsicle in the hands, yeah. and then. But I love too because he's so cute and tiny that I'm always thoroughly pleased when Judy like confronts Nick the next day, and then gets him on tape, and then the guy just like slowly lifts the the, the carriage thing stroller, yeah. And then in his very deep voice, is like, "He hustled. She hustled you good." Like I love it. Yeah, it's a good time the Fennec Fox is really good, and the the Foley artist the, in the play at the beginning, the little God. leopard or tiger. Yes, the right? support who just plays just the like, musical instruments. Yeah. yeah, and does like the, the little, wild eyes, like dun dun dun, dun. like little orchestral stabs. Yeah, he's great. They're all. I don't want to. I don't want to be stereotyping because that's what the movie's about, as we'll talk about. <laughs> but they're also cute. <laughs> all the animals are really cute. And I love Clawhauser too. Just yeah. like this big fluffy happy cheetah. Yeah, it's okay that I say that because I'm also cute <laughs> and a vegetarian, which basically makes me pray. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it does. So that's okay. Yeah, but yeah, mostly most of all, I guess I was really surprised by the politics of it, which aren't a cut and dried allegory for the crack epidemic and like racial stereotyping and things like that and just like racism writ large but it definitely like tips in that direction which wasn't the thing it, i was expecting it was very i think it's one of those that you could always apply it to a multitude of things but it came out during like prime 2016 gearing up for the election and then it seemed extra relevant yeah and it was just very timely I think it gets really close to being, like, too over-the-top or in-your-face. Like, Judy has a line when Clawhauser calls her cute. The one yeah. that we, like, just referenced. Which is like, yeah. another bunny can call another bunny cute. But when someone else does it, and that almost crosses the line for me, that gets, like, very mm-hmm. close. And there are a few mm-hmm. lines like that. But because they're not trying to make it a cut-and-dry, black-and-white representation of it, they just mm-hmm. say things that are true that apply to certain real life things i mm-hmm. am totally behind it yeah. yeah it's really and we'll talk about this more in a second but it's really i was having a hard time grappling with like 
how much of it is an allegory and how much of it is a world populated by animals and this is how the animals have evolved to treat each other and the different like socio-political things that come from this world of animals because if you try to lay like well the predators are you know humans x and the prey are human y it it gets really messy and like Mm -hmm. the out the metaphors kind of fall apart pretty quick yeah but i also don't think you can watch the movie without making some of those connections there were a lot of reviews that criticized the metaphor i know one that claimed it tied to i don't know some speech hillary clinton made and i can't remember the super predators the super predators yeah yeah, that was like but like in this world it argued that because in this world the the it cited the hot tiger scene the the bunnies and the prey when they move away from hot tiger which you should never do no you should move toward (laughs) toward hot tiger always um but they were like they have the right to do that because like it's a literal it's a tiger it's like it's a tiger these are like predatory animals that eat these things and i was like well i mean you're yes, not but the wrong, whole thing is that it's thousands of years later, and yeah. they're supposed to have progressed from this. This whole movie is predicated on that's not the how... evolution happening, and clearly, predator have found predators have found other sources of food, yeah. and, and ways to survive, and people are peace. chill with it for the yeah. most part, at least in Zootopia. Yeah. Right. So it, it's not directly correlated really... with any. It, I feel like it really just walks the perfect line of being like specific enough that you can always relate it to particular events, but vague enough. Like you said, you can't make super direct comparisons per se, mm-hmm. but that almost makes it worse and worse, better. And that people could probably watch this 10 years ago and be like, ah, they're talking directly about this issue. People can watch it 10 years from now and be like, ah, they're talking directly about this issue. So I think it's not that it's like, too political it just is that it is a social topic and people sort of make it political i, I think like I it think, is political but i don't know i think zootopia handles its content matter very well it does and i think a lot of the things they do and say in it are very clever and and also fun in a sense like like i don't want to detract from any like actual symbolism or anything like that yeah. but it's just kind of fun to watch animals deal with that mm-hmm. because I don't know, anthropomorphized animals are just pleasing. So it's fun to watch, I don't want to say like a serious take, but one where, you know, they wanted to make sure all the animals retained their individual behaviors and they wanted to make the town for animals, by animals. Like it just, it just feels Mm -hmm. like a really complete world to me more than when you just are like watching a bunny do a thing would be fun. Yeah. It walked on two legs. Sweet feel like it has the maturity of its world building and storytelling behind it to support that kind of a message that it's trying to tell mm-hmm. yeah do you tend to watch animal movies as allegories or like read that into any movies i mean sometimes i think allegories just happen naturally is the thing even if writers don't necessarily mean it mm. i think stories have a way of adapting themselves to their times and to telling a story that maybe wasn't intended by the original writer. Mm, and I think animals are really easy to do allegories with also because yeah. they're not human, but they could be. Yeah. Yeah. And like animals is sort of 
they, they wrestle with the, the animal stereotypes in the movie, too. Like, yeah. foxes are supposed to be wily and cunning, mm. and, you know, that just goes back to Aesop, or, like, just thousands of years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, each animal sort of, like, owls are wise, and, you mm. know, everybody has their own sort of symbolism baked into it at this point. They even went to the elephant so, to be like, she remembers exactly, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they do they do grapple with that in the movie too. What about you, Kristen? Repeat the question. Do you watch animal movies as allegories? Or is that a thing that like you ever tune into when you're watching a movie? I don't think so. I don't know if that just makes me dumb and not <laughs> like paying attention. But I think so like in this one it was made very apparent because again going back to like Aesop we all have in mind that foxes are tricksters they yep. use that mm-hmm. constantly so I think in this one I don't know I guess it like depends on the animal yeah maybe I do think I don't know the last time I like before this watched an animal animated movie I admittedly because this was a big a big thing when Zootopia came out my my first thought to compare it with is Robin Hood just because everybody compared Nick Wilde to the Disney Robin Hood um so I think that when you are choosing to tell a story with animals instead of humans there are definite choices in like what animals portray what like the fox is Robin Hood not necessarily because he's like a bad trickster but Robin Hood was all about outfoxing the enemy in order to keep doing what he was doing Right. And Little John is a bear, and bears are, like, you know, friendly and supportive and, like, a cuddly animal, almost. Because he's a big bear, but he's, like, a round bear. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's chubby and fun Maybe and jolly. Maybe that's it, because, like, yeah, you realize that they're doing it, but at the same time, I don't know. I think sometimes I'm just like, I like bears! <laughs> and that's, like, it. I'm not like, bear. they chose a bear, because it's, like, a nice, loyal, lovable, cuddly bear or something. I'm just like, bears are cool. Yeah. So I think it, like, subconsciously is probably there. Mm. Like, if I go to write a paper or something, I can, like, yeah. very easily, like, pull that out and be like, they chose this because X, Y, and Z. But I'm not always looking at it from, like, a scholarly thing, so I don't always have that part, like, turned on. Though I do think I retain it and, like, yeah. note, like make note of it. That makes sense. Animal, yeah, animals retain certain qualities better than mm-hmm. human archetypes. I think it's more like there are some ones that maybe I, I don't get, although now I'm trying to come up with this example, I'm like, I can't come up with one because they all seem fitting. Have you seen a short called uh, Lambert the Sheepish Lion? No. Love that short. It's about a lamb who like adopts a lion cub and all the other sheep are like, no, this is a lion. And the mom is like, no, it's my baby now. I've, I've adopted him. And he grows up as a sheep, even though he's a lion. So, like, he adopts sheep qualities of, like, following the herd and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Until, of course, a threat comes. And then he becomes a lion and protects the sheep from a wolf, I want to say it is. Okay. But it's really, really cute. And I really like it. And that's a choice also intentionally of, like, choosing an animal that doesn't portray the right qualities. Yeah, I was going to reference, like, Bambi, but then I realized I haven't seen Bambi, so I'm actually no, but I was going to be like, does the skunk have any relevance? Is that like his name is Flower. Sure. Does Flower have any, like are we like, oh, we're supposed to think Flower is bad or something because Flower is a skunk. Not bad, although I I think there might be one line where they're like, 
Flower is just really, really sweet, and he plays with his tail a lot. Okay. And um, I think they're a little bit hesitant to approach him at first, but he says something like, I don't bite, or something like mm-hmm. that. And his he never uses his skunk power in the movie. Okay. He's just kind of, he's just a cute little skunk. Skunk power. Skunk power. He does not <laughs> use it. That we see. That's fair, I guess. There is a time skip. I wouldn't know. You should fix that. Don't want to. It's gonna be upsetting. You already know. Guaranteed. I know, but like, it's like I'm not gonna watch Dumbo. I've never seen it. I'm not gonna correct that. Dumbo is sadder than my life. Somehow, Dumbo is sadder. Have you seen Land Before Time? Yes. I was a big Land Before Time kid. Yeah. You can't possibly be sadder than Land Before Time. It's like Littlefoot's mother. It depends yeah. on what you consider sad. <laughs> but but the elephants have the whole like the trunks yeah. out of the thing. That's yeah. gonna get me. Yeah, I, I meant Bambi, not Bambi. Dumbo. Oh. No, no one's no. recommending you watch Dumbo. I mean, I like Dumbo a whole lot. Aside from the pros. <laughs> You have like a haunted look. I know, I really like their song, is the thing. Oh, they've got a really good song. They really good. The Plain White Tees did a cover of it on one of the Disney Mania albums. I remember that. But Dumbo is heart wrenching. No, but not Max. I'm sitting here trying to think of like an animal that they probably like doesn't seem to match things in a way that isn't like an active. Like an active choice. Yeah. Yeah. Except now I can't think of one. All the only movie that is coming to mind is Over the Hedge, and I'm like. Raccoons are supposed to be shifty. That's what he's doing. The Bruce Willis <laughs> raccoon is very shifty. Yeah. It's the only movie that's coming to mind. I've never even heard of it. Oh, it is no. a delight. It is. It's, it, it is. I, I really enjoy it. Unless it made me donate it. Because I haven't watched it in a while. It's one of my guilty pleasures. I just really like it. Anyway. Animals is allegory. I also had to look up the word allegory because I know I had heard it before, but I couldn't think of like the definition. So you guys are like allegory, and I'm like, haha, yes, yes. allegories. <laughs> Hold up my phone. Yeah, I'm just curious because like I have I have my English major brain, so like I'm always looking for that kind of thing. In case that hasn't been apparent, you're on nine, nine episodes. Nine episodes in. Um, yeah, I'm always I'm always looking for like the story that's under the story or like the politics of whatever they're talking about um, I just wasn't sure like how typical that experience is in movie watching I mean I look for it but like I said I think movies have I think stories have a way of revealing themselves I think a lot of it for me Sometimes I definitely, like, pick up on it, and then I think sometimes, especially if it is pertaining to something that's going on, like, in my life or Mm -hmm. in the world, then obviously you're going to, like, make those connections more quickly. But I think, again, I, like, sort of pick up on it because I'll see things on, like, Tumblr or Pinterest, and people will be like, did you notice this and this? And my brain will be like, oh, I picked up on that. I didn't quite make that connection, but I noticed that they did this thing. So I think it's like, my brain's like trying to be an English major, but then I think it's like, mm, effort, I have to look for things. So we'll just enjoy it, and when other people point it out, we'll be like, yeah, saw that coming. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, solid strategy. 
So Nick and Judy should totally be dating though, right? <laughs> no. I don't think so. One of my favorite things about Nick and Judy is they that... They each other. Yeah, but I always... I feel like that's extremely platonic. And I... Like... They're so flirty with each other. <sighs> yeah. I... If I, if I could play you one scene, it would be after Judy has her tearful, heartfelt apology for being racist. Yeah. And Nick's like, all right, come here. And she walks over and she just, like, puts her head against his chest. And then Nick teases her about the pen and she just kind of, like, flails and laughs about trying to grab the pen from him. It's, like, the cutest thing. No, it is really cute, but, like... I might do that to one of my male friends. I don't know. Like, something similar like that. I, it's, I don't disagree with Nick and Judy shipping, exactly. I just don't really agree with it either, because I think... It's unprofessional. It would be. I didn't think of that, actually. I just, I just thought... <laughs> they're partners on the force. I don't know. They're partners on the force. I just thought they, they exude buddy cop to me. Like, this is a buddy cop movie as much as anything else, and I love that about it because I love that kind of relationship. Why is she wrong, Kristen? I'm in between because there are times where I'm definitely like, Nick and Judy are freaking adorable, and I can absolutely see them together. But at the same time, I also could see, like, a friend trying to comfort me, and then you turn it into a joking situation, and it doesn't necessarily make it flirty, but it can be interpreted that way, I guess. I don't know, because, like, I'm here for it. I think they're really cute. If that's how they want to live their lives, I support them 5,000%. But at the same time, sometimes I see, like, where they're just buddies. And I'm like, yeah. When it's good to have a pal who you just, like, get along with who knows you. Doesn't need to be anything else to it. When he's like, you know you love me. That feels like a very, like a very... I do that to all my friends all the time, constantly. Yeah, sort of a thing. And, and um, she's like, do I? Yes, I do. Like that, I don't know. That it's just the yes like, I do that seems more flirty to me than anything. The, because I don't tell my friends I care about them. That's true. Care is supposed to that. <laughs> so I don't like say it unless something's wrong and I have to. <laughs> so, yeah. The, yes, I do definitely could tip it in that direction, but I still feel like it's it's hovering on my side for, for Nick and Judy bros for life. But to be fair, you haven't had as much exposure to the internet oh. as either of us, and the internet has really provided some excellent Zootopia shipping material. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, first of all, Judy Hopps fan art is extremely popular. Yes. Have you ever just Googled Judy Hopps? Yes. You don't get normal art right away. See, okay, I, I didn't know. To, I was I going to look this art. up, but I wanted it I to be pure in my mind. It won't. Yeah, that was the thing. It's like because you you you're in the mood. You're like Zootopia is a cute movie. I'm gonna look up Zootopia things, and it's just one take of those the Nick and Judy, and they run with it. And like, yeah. look, I, I'm all for like 
I don't know. We talked about this. We talked about yeah. fan fiction. How like slash is fun, and yeah. and it's just it's just people expressing themselves, and it's yeah. great. But like Zootopia, for whatever reason, has really Zoot- the, the Zootopia. I think it's because they're it. like living adult human lives. I mean, it's true. They, and so that like maybe. creates more freedom for that. But there's it. It seems like it goes from zero to sixty much more quickly. Yeah. Than other things. Do you know that the comic? Describe the comic. Is a comic where Judy gets gets pregnant by, by Nick, and she wants to not have the baby because of her career. And Nick is like, "I can't believe you have these morals." And it's just a whole comic about them arguing about that. And then he breaks up with her and leaves. I have not seen this really comic. because it was all over Twitter and and the Tumblr when it happened. Can you say it normally? The Tumblr. For <laughs> Tumblr. It was it was very present, and it was just one of those like who made this Mostly, kind of I kind think... of a thing. Why does this exist? <laughs> Part of my thing is because Zootopia and Nick and Judy are just so like cute and pure, so pure. that I want just like. If you're gonna ship them together, just have one of the cute, like, domestic slice of life things. Like, because yeah. that's so much, like, not quite domestic because they're doing cop activities, but that's, like, what this movie is. And people jump into, like, I don't want to have these children <laughs> yeah. that I'm pregnant with, and other more mature content. And I'm like, why? Again, people are allowed to express themselves. Wait, I don't wanna, like, go for I it. don't wanna, like, kick shame or anything it is not, like that. We don't My do that particular here. brand of what I would look for in Nick and Judy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I didn't go looking for Nick and Judy stuff. I was but like, I, I was like, gonna get ready for choice. the podcast, and it was like, all right, why? <laughs> I don't often watch movies and be like, they should be dating. That very rarely really happens to me. I was like, they should totally be dating. I am glad that you have, the, a, like, an opinion, though. The next like, step would be to go on the internet and look for fan fiction. Correct. Except well, the I thing didn't is, want to. <laughs> I think it really is also good enough that, like, it can be friends. Like, I think friends can dress as Nick and Judy and not have it be, like, a couple's costume. Right. But I think an actual couple could dress as Nick and Judy. And I would still just... I think they're in a really good gray area. Yeah, I... It, like, I, I have nothing against Nick and Judy shippers. I just don't ship them. But I could see, a, like, a is couple it doing it. Is it I, they don't have They don't, don't have like a good it. ship name. They don't have a good ship Just stick name. with Nick and Judy. Dude, you could do, like, a Hops Wild. Wops. Wild. <laughs> I like Wops, so we're gonna go with Wops. Wops. Why do they have No, you can't. Yeah. That's what they call their children. The probably, probably can't go with that one. Why? You probably can't go with that one. Why? You can write it down on the napkin <laughs> with the pen. The good pen, the one it's, that works. The good thing that we've got the Zootopia episode. Because <laughs> WAP is a racial slur for Italian people. It is? Yes. What? I've never heard Since this before. When? Since Always. I have never once well, heard. Well, now they're not WAP anymore. Fine. God. <laughs> Here we are making whimsical words, and then racists ruin everything. God. God. Wow. I'm really upset now. <laughs> I was so like, my kids would be whoppers. It's adorable. <laughs> no. 
ripped away from us. Now we're stuck with like Hild, and that's Hild. dope. I hate it. People, people who ship Nick and Judy could be Whoppers, though. It wouldn't be their ship name, but okay. it would be the name for the people who ship them. Because a Whopper is just a burger, right? Whop is the specific slur, but Whopper is still safe. Right. Okay. Should be. Should be. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. 2019, things are weird. Far as I know. God, it's so mad. I have some fucking shoes on. I don't know. I just realized my shoes were still on. Yeah, because I just because wanted to take them off. To you. Whatever. How, as, as much as I disagree with the ship with OJ, that I am happy that you care about them enough to have an opinion that differs from mine. Okay. That you that you fight for. I don't fight that hard for it, but. Okay. I was. A, I was giving you credit. I was a pretty. I was a pretty big believer in them. They could make it work. There was Actually, like, there was... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, there was one specific scene, but I don't remember what it is, but I think it was like a line or two when they were hiding from Bellwether. Spoiler alert. Um, but I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't the obvious, like, I'm not going to leave you behind. It was something else mm-hmm. that I remember being like, that's cute. It's all about the tiny details. I don't it was really cute too after like Nick pretends to kill her. Yeah. They were like really cutesy there too. Where he like bites her neck and she's like, blah. But that's were... also just Judy. Yeah, but like they were really cute. Like the whole. They're cute together. I, okay, I think that the way he like physically helps her is really cute in that scene because she's cut her leg on the yeah. thing. And he like. I don't know because it's it's hard to explain, but I just I like the way that he helps her move because she's got her hand up over his shoulder. I think and he clearly has like a really solid hold of her. It's not like it's not like when you don't know someone very well, so you're, you're sort of you're like, like I have to, to touch you, but like what is yeah. the uh, what is the space here? Like by that point, all their spatial boundaries are. They're very comfortable with each other. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, it's cute and I like it. I still don't ship it. I just see them as, like, really good. See, all this time I thought you were going to be like, the surprise ship is, and then come in with something else. And I was like, what is this other ship I know nothing about? I was about to say the Otterton's, but they are canonically (laughs) married, so they're not really a surprise ship. I could imagine people, though, getting... Or I could imagine people getting behind Clawhauser and Bogo just because they bond over Gazelle, Gazelle. and that kicks everything off. I'm it. sure there's a fanfic. Is it Gazelle or Giselle? It's Gazelle. It's Gazelle? It's Gazelle. Okay. I couldn't remember, and I knew that you were all saying Gazelle, but in case I was right, you were like, <laughs> I need to speak this. Because obviously. <laughs> Are you thinking of Giselle, the supermodel who's married to Tom Brady? I would think of Giselle from Enchanted, probably before. Before that, Giselle. That's fair. Yeah. And Giselle was the name of one of my professors, so okay. I think of I think of her. <laughs> Maybe she's listening. Maybe. What was her last name? Look how far she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Sliding slightly back to the allegory things, was, did you pick up on, like, 
the prey supremacy sort of like war on drugs parallels or is that I didn't pick up on a war on drug parallel I picked up on just a race parallel okay the drugs a little bit I don't know quite enough about the war on yeah. drugs to okay. like and maybe probably confidently war, say but and it's also hard because it, there doesn't seem to be that much regulation in universe Zootopia because no one even knows what it is Sure. The police chief was like, these are moldy onions. Right. So mm-hmm. they clearly don't have, like, a drug department who, like, tests things for this kind of thing. Yeah. So I feel like this is a brand new epidemic for yeah. Zootopia. Yeah. There's, um... <laughs> yeah, the things I picked up on, and there were a couple other reviews that I saw that drew a parallel between the, the Night Howlers and, like, the crack epidemic, mm-hmm. where for a while it was... It was, like, supposed, and I think there's actual evidence that part of the introduction of crack cocaine into minority communities came from, like, the government, came from mm-hmm. the CIA. For a while, it was kind of a conspiracy theory, but I think there's actual evidence of it yeah. now. Um, and, like, how that parallels with... Um, or Bell why or... would they do that? Well, part of it is sort of how it happens in the movie, like when the predators go savage because they've been you know they've been shot with the drug yeah. they can use make it to say they the prey scared savage. they make the prey scared and like then you can use, yeah and then you can use that as you know that's sort of where like a lot of the the denigration of minority communities and cities come from like how everybody you know it's just like a dangerous crime-ridden place and um, a lot of that has to do with, you know, there was a major drug problem, and where did the drug problem come from? Part of it came from the government. Um, I guess in no one seems to be taking night howlers just for the fun of it. Like everyone is shot by one, like which yeah. is obviously when they're being specifically introduced to a certain community that's being forced on them in some way. But it's not quite as visceral as just, like, injecting someone with it. Sure. Well, I'm not saying they should have done that to, like, make a metaphor more clear, because, again, that would run dangerously close to, like, putting just a straight-up real-world parallel where you don't necessarily mm-hmm. need that. But I, yeah. I can see how that would be. Because, I mean, because Bellwether, spoiler, is definitely fear-mongering. Yeah. And using drugs to control both sides of the population mm-hmm. in different ways. Yeah. So it does make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. She even says that fear always works. It's like yeah. a bedrock of her plan. Yeah. There are a lot of other a lot of other things like that too. This like her parents like how her parents are sort of afraid of all predators when Judy's about to leave for Zootopia. Mm-hmm. And that sort of I don't know. I guess you could call it like small town racism almost. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're they don't have a lot of predators around where they live so they don't have a lot of contact with them and then the one they did and the one they did was like a jerk just happened to be a a jerk as a child yeah um yeah and judy takes some of that like having grown up in that environment she takes that with her and like you know even when she first sees nick at the ice cream parlor she like reaches for the fox spray Mm that she's got with her even before then she just sees him walking yeah yeah you're gonna have to follow that fox yeah a lot of oh with the jaguar too when um after they they chain up the 
um, Manchus, the the Jaguar yeah. driver, and um, Bogo shows up and says that you know, oh well, maybe any aggressive predator looks savage to you rabbits, yes. mm-hmm. you know, assuming that Judy is a little bit speciesist, mm-hmm. yeah, which she is, judging yeah, but... from her press conference mm-hmm. and things like that, how she attributes yeah. it, which is also a thing that you know happens to minority communities mm-hmm. is like that assumption that there's something with their biology that's like Mm -hmm. a very common Mm -hmm. racist trope that you know something in their biology makes them inferior or or, yeah inhuman in some way just people Um, are awful in some unfounded way yeah um that's why we can't use the word wall that's why we can't use the word just gonna keep using it i should stop using it but like (laughs) i was gonna cut that but now I'm just so shocked by it is all. Like, I've used that meaning, like, whop. That's what a whop sounds like. A punching whop, not... It's supposed to do whop. It's spelled spelled differently. Oh, okay. It's three letters. It's three letters. Oh. Like, work in progress, but work on progress. Yes. W-O-P. I've been spelling mine W-H-O-P. That's a whop. Okay. Well, that's different, so it's... It's they can't hear it. I'm when just you mad. say it that way. <laughs> They're not hearing the H. I'm just mad. You gotta go Wop. Just continue. <laughs> just gonna yeah. cut that word out of my vocabulary entirely. <laughs> um Yeah. It's funny too, it came out in, in twenty sixteen, but um there's the protester at the Gazelle's peace rally that yells at the cheetah to go back to the forest. Yeah. She was like, I'm from the Savannah. But still, like, especially things going on this week, um, which will be months after you hear this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we're recording this the week that Trump told the, I don't want to call them the squad, but everyone keeps calling them the squad, kept, told the, the congresswomen to, that they should go back to wherever they came from. Mm-hmm. But Which it feels like a, would be a direct reference to that in this movie, except that, this movie came out two yeah, years, they just three years it ago. Well yeah. in advance. Yeah. Were those were those things that like how did how did you pick up on those things while you were watching it? Because it, especially if if you, I'm talking to Kristen now. <laughs> especially if you don't tend to watch them as allegories, were was those? How did you bring that stuff into your movie watching? Uh, like I said, it was around the time of the. It was after the primaries, but it was still, like, you know, leading up to the big election, and people kept pointing out how Trump kept saying all these bad things about people and making, you know, broad generalizations. Like when he said, um, uh, Mexicans will bring all their worst people. It's like, no, they're not going to do that, and it just seems like this was perfectly in line with all yeah. of that yeah. that I don't I think just given the time I don't know if there was any person who saw it and didn't think it was pertaining to like it would be hard to think this it's like yeah. when people pointed out people were getting mad that some Super Bowl commercials were getting like too political except the thing is some of them definitely were but some of them were literally just like yeah, it was like a Coca-Cola commercial that was like, made in America, or something. And it just had all walks of life. 
of people yes. who live in America and people were like, stop being so political. It, it's yes. just you see things that pertain to what's going on, even if it's just a Coca-Cola ad. Yeah. And I think this just fit everything perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think this would be an interesting movie to have watched like ten years ago. Well, yeah, I still think we would find a way to compare it to something. To something, I just don't know yeah. What ten years ago it would be, and yeah. maybe you know they show this in a class ten years from now, and they're like, ah, oh, yes, that's like X thing that's happening. Right. Yeah. I mean. Racism has been around for a long time. <laughs> <It's forever. true. laughs> and like, I think it uses really woke language. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, another, a bunny can call another bunny cute, but when a, another animal does it, yeah. that mm-hmm. that to me rings of, of more sexism than racism. Sure. Um, or the dumb bunny line. Yeah. Obviously, it pertains to both, but that those particular lines seem to strike mm-hmm. sexism for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the way that they verbalize things and respond to things is a vernacular that's unique to this time. So if it had been made 10 years ago, I think the language that they used would have been different. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I think the message would still have... Mm-hmm. Or like... But the way, the way they tell it and respond to it, maybe, the, would be... Not tell it per se, but yeah, I think it was a, u- a uniquely. I don't know. It's not that it uses slang necessarily. That's like unique to our time. It just feels like everything is put together in sentences that, like, we that like I would read on Twitter or something. And that's not in like a like a hello fellow kids sort of yes. a way. It doesn't feel like it's pandering. It just feels like it's adapting yeah. and reflecting our, our, our terms of speech. Yeah. Yeah, I think that comes across in other ways, too, that aren't necessarily political. Just like, you know, Claw Hauser has the Gazelle app, yeah. where he can, like, put himself into the into the app and, like, dance with Gazelle. And Judy FaceTimes her parents. Yeah, and, and uses her phone as a flashlight yeah. when she's looking at the car and mm-hmm. things like that. That, I don't know. It helps puts it into the modern perspective because yeah. obviously it was made in this time, so mm-hmm. of course it's not. It, they're going to have like, like it's meant to be like a modern thing, so they're going to have modern things like a smartphone using the flashlight, etc. But I think it helps put it even more so into a current yeah. frame. She's got the microwave meal, the carrots for one, yeah, and then you open it. It sucks. <laughs> that one hurt in college. It's just like oh yeah, that's life. That's yeah. how it be after you graduate. That's how it be. Yeah. What is that from? You say that all the time. It's not from anything. It's just, just like, <laughs> it's just I, I said once, like, that's how it be sometimes. Galileo said that, because I enjoy saying things that are blatantly, <laughs> like, wrongly attributed to someone else. And I think we just took it and went with it, so now we'll be like, that's how it be sometimes. Galileo. Okay. I figured... Okay. 
I figured I it was wish a reference. I had a better story. I figured it was a reference that I didn't get. Nope. But it's just a it's... No. There's a hand. There's a hand gesture that goes along with it that makes even less sense <laughs> in context. Because our old office was was being sold, so the people who were buying it would come by from time to time to make their own plans for renovations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Kristen was in my office and like silently asked me, "Who are they?" And I was trying to communicate the people who bought the building without speaking out loud because they were just outside the hallway so I did like the money symbol where you rub your fingers together and then turned her fingers down to be like the buying the the building I was so confused I was like what are you talking (laughs) about really silly (laughs) so now so now we'll be like I want pizza with extra cheese (laughs) (laughs) pizza for everything everything that we do Audio medium. <laughs> well, yeah, it was it was strange to me that in a movie about stereotypes, they have the whole Italian mob thing. That, like that's re- that's a reasonable critique. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't even picked up on that. Yeah. But I do really like Mr. Big. Mr. Big. You like he looks so cute. God, I just want to hold him, like pet him with my hand. Look, I respect that he was just gonna ice Nick and Judy. Like, that's just, you know what? Just get rid of it. Just This is just less to worry about. And when his daughter is like, you said no icing at my wedding. He's like, daddy has to, sweetheart. Daddy has to. But then, you know, he's like, oh, never mind. You're cool. Like, a second later. Like, you want to come to my daughter's wedding? We'll give you adorable little shrew cake. I really like when Nick is trying to eat the cake. The way he let the animation of when he has the fork coming... Yeah. To get the piece of cake, I really love it. And I also love the way he says "isom" because it just sounds so I-some. violent. He's like "isom." Like I just, I, I don't know. He's, I just really like him. He's a good time. Yeah. You know, and he forgives Nick immediately because Nick is associated with Judy. Yeah. I also really love Nick's face after he and Judy do like the cheek kiss because Nick is just so bewildered and upset about it. Yeah. I like I like Judy's relationship with the daughter as well. Yeah, yeah like positive her, female just friendship. Just wholesome, like she's always shoes, like, so yeah, like your hair, whatever. Like, like your hair, and the the shrew is always she's always like, oh, thank you. She's so happy that somebody's noticed that she went out and did her hair and has a nice yeah. wedding gown on. Like, like it's just well, people should notice at your wedding that you have a nice <laughs> wedding gown yeah. on. Be kind of mad. Really nice positive female friendship yeah. that leads to things like not dying. Yeah. There's also like I didn't I didn't re- recognize it as a breaking bad reference. Oh. But the How did you I didn't. How did you not? Because he's David and we're catching him up on everything. Yeah, I've actually like, seen Breaking Bad. What? I, <laughs> so, I haven't what? even seen Breaking Bad. And when they said Walt and Jesse are here missed, and they're making missed, the blue drugs, like, like, like in it's the, in really the hard to lab. I missed, I missed that he called them Walt and Jesse the first time, but I still, the second time, don't think I would have got it had I not read a review that was oh like, my God. oh, but the heavy handed Breaking Bad thing. Like, even oh. without the Walt and oh, Jesse, yes. though. Yeah, I mean, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not, disappointed in you. Yeah, 
what else is new? <laughs> Nothing. He's got a point. But I did like Breaking Bad for the most part. It's a good show. Okay. Was it good? <laughs> for some reason, I wrote the first thing I wrote down was the quote from um, at the very beginning from Judy's dad. Do you ever wonder how your mom and you got to be so darn happy? We gave up on our dreams and settled. That's oh, the beauty man. of complacency. If you never try anything new, you'll never fail. Oh yeah, we settled hard. Yeah. I, I really like I that exchange. That and they yeah. they have their daughter's best interests at heart. Yeah. They genuinely believe they're, they're preaching a yeah. positive. Yeah. I, it, it, I really like that line. <laughs> I don't know why we I wrote settled it. hard. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote it down, like what I wanted to discuss about it. Like, do you think you should just give up on your dreams? How do you <laughs> feel about no, that? Like... <laughs> I really like her parents. Yeah, they are really good. Because yeah. they exhibit backwards attitudes, mm-hmm. but like... They're good characters. They're also good And they people. learn, too. And they learn, yeah. yeah. And they make, they make steps. And I think it's important yeah. to portray characters like that who maybe start not, so not great, yeah. but then like... Just, just learn, you know, through exposure and stuff. Which is why I love Gideon, because he's got the cakes and he sees Judy. And the way like, he apologizes, too. Had a lot of unchecked rage and aggression. Yeah. Like, he just, he owns up to it. And it's like, oh, yeah, great. I like it. Yeah, I like the dad in particular. Like, when he starts crying when she gets on the train. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's just so goofy. He's like a goofy dad. <laughs> I like the how yeah. very, very. Yeah. His suspenders like this the whole time. Yeah. To our listeners, I'm doing the suspender thing, thing where you just put your thumbs <laughs> behind the straps. Did not infer that from holding the suspender. I'm and then being considered. I'm doing the suspender <laughs> hold. Like you provided no further information. I'm being considered. I'm just restating what I've already said. I really do. The image you had in your brain when you heard her say it is the correct one. Is what you're saying. It's what I'm saying. I always get like 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 in my gut upset when they show the flashback of Nick because he was just so excited to go to his little Cub Scout meeting. And they and then they're so mean to him. He says something like parents. Why is there not like a scout master? Maybe they were upstairs to go like get some lemonade. Go to like the basement of some animal's house. And... Yeah, but then surely the adults would see a crying child run out of the house yeah. with a muzzle on. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a... they also held racist beliefs about foxes. They could have. And they're like, yeah. Everybody seems Screw that kid. <laughs> Which is rude, but. He's got a line about how he saved up money to buy the uniform, like the right kind of uniform, and it breaks my heart. In every movie where and someone like looks... saves up a lot of money for something special and yeah. then it's ruined right away. And then he looks so proud in the movie too. And then the way he just like has to paw. Is that rude to say? Because they it, they are his paws, but they're humans. They're human animals. He has to use his hands to remove yeah. the muscle in a frantic way. Yeah. He doesn't quite like move it right the yeah. first time, so he's got to like in my in my gut. I feel it. It's not even like like a tears come to my eye. It's just like a deep unsettled yeah. feeling. Yeah. yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Kids are jerks. Kids are jerks. That's the takeaway from yes. Utopia. 
can we talk about Nick for just a second? Because I really yes. like his popsicle hustle. Oh my god, because it's amazing. It's, it's, it doesn't harm anybody is the thing. Like, it kind right. of does, Billy. I guess. But it, it's it's just such a, like, like Judy is right that he's up to something shifty when she follows him in. She's got the wrong, like, attitude and reasons yeah. for it. But she isn't entirely wrong. It's just that what he's doing isn't, like, he's melting a popsicle and then selling it as smaller popsicles. The worst thing is probably that the elephant shop doesn't get the money for the popsicle. And the people who take the redwood... It probably it's is not, not as, the right kind of wood. Not as sturdy as other building no. materials they could be using. Yes. And I guess... And I think it's weird to have this conversation. Be like, the hamsters are getting gypped by the popsicle stick. It doesn't feel very hygienic. That's also right. <laughs> what? Gypped also. That doesn't have anything to do with, like, gypsy, does it? It does. It does? It does. And it's... Gypped comes from specifically being, like, ripped off by a gypsy. Yeah. God damn it. I love the word gypped. I love gypped. Fuck. <laughs> God, fuck everything. Why are there two <laughs> words that are so fun that people have to ruin? This has been a learning experience tonight. I had to look up allegory. I learned I've been saying racist <laughs> terms on accident. Not knowing they were. Gypsy oh. Gypsy feels pretty obvious in retrospect. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It's just not the way I'd ever like Italians. What does that have to do? I, God, I gotta stop saying it. But. <laughs> I apologize. But. <laughs> this episode is <laughs> going off the rails. <laughs> All I wanted to say was that I like Nick's popsicle hustle. Yeah. I think it's fun, and I also really like and that he Kristen doesn't. Kristen got all embraces. Yeah, I didn't mean to. He doesn't record. He doesn't report any of his money. I don't know why. Like it's such a silly joke. I just love the paper the that face. says zero all the <laughs> yeah. way through, and Nick's face. Like he's like, of course you got his caught. His face is so God. good when she catches him. But also, I love again going back to like the Bunny Town multiplication or the, the yeah. population mm-hmm. thing going up, I love when she's like, and if my math is correct, and it probably is, you know how good we are at multiplying. Yeah. And then keeps going. Clever little things like that. Also kind of flirty. Just like the delivery of it. But we are good at multiplying. Yeah. She, she, she's like saying something was smooth and then does that and then yeah. breaks back into her. Yeah. I disagree. It, it's not... Okay. It, it, <laughs> Yes, but I don't think it is flirting in this case. It's one of those that, like, could be flirting in a context. I guess, but I, I mean, can I also I imagine... flirty without being flirting. Yeah. Yeah, but I can also just see, like, Elle Woods when she's trying to make a point and being like, and you know we do do this, right? And then, like, keeps going, and that's Elle Woods being a lawyer, not trying to flirt mm-hmm. with anyone, just being like, haha, funny quip that gets you yeah and that that's what judy did i didn't see it as like hello mr fox man (laughs) let me impress you with things kristen did a a hair flip it's a good hair flip you couldn't see mr fox man mr fox man (laughs) who's reported none of his money on his tax returns yeah the elephants did get the money though because judy paid for the popsicle true but i no, but and maybe he just planned to, like, con Judy all along, or, like, once that opportunity presented itself. Mm-hmm. But maybe he went in with the intention of being like, oh, no, I don't have the money, it's my kid's birthday, and yeah. was hoping they would give it to him for free anyway. 
I, I think he was gonna find a way to con someone into giving him the popsicle for free. Nick is also getting more money, I think, from selling them piecemeal yes. to oh, the lemmings. Sure. I love the lemmings too, because every time they show them, which is like three <laughs> in the movie, they just they have their little suits, and they do the thing that lemmings do, where like as soon as one of them turns, yeah. all of the others go too. Yeah. I, I feel bad because I'm like. Do the lemmings feel upset that they're being portrayed in this way? <laughs> but also, it's funny. Yeah, I think that's everything I have. Other than, like, a plot thing, which was, like, they got a lot of play out of that carrot pen recording device thing. I respect it. There's, like, three different instances where somebody gets recorded saying something shifty. I was just thinking about that because I was thinking about the scene and how, like, random it is that she has the carrot pen recorder because that isn't foreshadowed before it's used for its purpose mm-hmm. which i don't think is is bad but i just bought it like yeah she's got a yeah. pen recorder that mm-hmm. that feels legit mm-hmm. and then i was really pleased that it kept coming back i want a recorder pen this is a dumb thing to be annoyed about but like <laughs> i used to have like a little tiny like recorder microphone thing that was it was very tiny and you just hit a button and you have the button to record and you have the button to play it back and so it looks like there's one button on this recording carrot pen and they're always just like playing snippets and it has a sound like it's like rewinding. And I don't know why, but I'm always like, how are you doing that? You get one moment to record it. How? Stop. Doesn't she press the top of the carrot? Yeah, but like... She presses this, the button on the side to Okay, but they have the a sound the that's like... To record. But they have a, a sound that sounds like they're like rewinding or skipping through. Yeah, is that like, the top of the No, that would be the recording button. Why, why do you keep doing that? <laughs> I hated it. You hit the button to record and say, hi. And then you hit this button. I need, some, I need a longer example. Give me a sentence. You hit the button to say, I like the way the weasel moves. <laughs> and then you hit the button to play and it says, I like the way the weasel moves. But instead of saying, I like the way the weasel moves, they'd be like, weasel moves, weasel moves. I, I got the impression that like the more you pressed the top of the carrot, like if you press it down all the way. How does it know you... to do that instead I of recording? I don't know. It's, it's a Judy's dumb pen. thing. But every time I see it, I'm like, what button? It's Judy's pen. What buttons are they pressing? So now you're going to go buy a carrot pen? I'm going to go buy a carrot recorder pen. You should at least name its whole function. Sorry. Sorry. I wouldn't just buy a carrot pen that doesn't record. Why would you? Exactly. Are you racist to carrot pens that don't record? That was a stretch. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get a point because Kristen <laughs> stretched a joke. It's <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> I should get a point, Just though, once, for you're gonna be on my side. having read that article about Zootopia animals. You do get a point for that. Yes! So it's one to zero. What you got, Kristen? Trying to come up with something. You probably know this, so I probably don't get the point. It's more of like a thing in the movie when they're first in Mayor Bellwether's office because they're looking for, what, like the traffic cameras to follow the car or something? Mm-hmm. Um, she has a post-it note that says, like, Doug, and it has a number, and then Doug is the name of the sheep who she hires to be the hitman. Do I get a point? I didn't notice that. Do I get a point? It's more of an observation. Do I get a point? I feel like we weren't doing observations. How much you want to freaking bet Italian, <laughs> but like, 
guess what? If you look, there's a post-it note that says, Call Doug! And then Doug is there, you'd be like, I didn't notice that. What the hell? Maybe you wouldn't have, but I'm trying to prove my point. <laughs> so that I get a point. I'm giving myself half a point. Okay. Can I come up with another half a point? <laughs> <laughs> have you heard anything about Because, you know, when they're like... Movies, movies that have even or haven't even been released yet, yeah. and they have Frozen Two, which we know is coming out this fall. Yeah. It has Moana, which already yeah. came out. There, there's another one that I still know Jurassic. nothing about. Yeah, do you know what that is supposed that, to be? Yes, that was called Gigantic, and that has been scrapped. But it was an adaptation of Jack and the Beanstalk. Why did they scrap it? I don't know. It's just not in production anymore. I'm pretty sure. The, the, they have, like, the one concept poster that is the DVD case. Yeah. And the giant was a little girl, like a toddler giant. And then Jack was... I do not like teenager. toddler giant's <laughs> idea. <laughs> that is deeply unsettling. Just makes me think of the freaking baby from Toy Story 3. Creepy eye. God, I love that movie. You would. I really want the lots of looking bear because he just no. smells like strawberries. I don't know. Fake strawberries. Still smells good. Like synthetic sweet strawberries. Oh no, it smells sweet. What a bummer. It's too sweet. <laughs> too too syrupy. Too syrupy? Too syrupy. You <laughs> did not say syrupy the first time. Because last time you made fun of how I said syrup and I couldn't remember which way I had said it then, so I just picked one. <laughs> the correct way is syrup. Syrup. Oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Syrup. syrup. I say it that way. Syrup. But you, there's no, Okay, but other people say it like David, which is normal. That's syrup. You're like, syrup. <laughs> It's a really I don't word. Just say syrup. Syrup. No. Like S-I-R-R-U-P. I will say syrup. And I will say syrup. Tumblr. Said it correctly. God damn it. <laughs> Tumblr. You said it correctly. No. <laughs> she always says Tumblr wrong. She says Tumblr. That's Tumblr. It's, it's, it's Tumblr. 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 She's always saying, I'm the Tumblr. Use my syrup tumbler. Tried to get me with Peridot the other day. I did. I said Peridot because that's my birthstone. And how it was like, Peridot? And I was like, actually, it's both. And it is. Okay, but I had Ioli, right? That still seems wrong. No, it's not, though. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say Ioli. (laughs) (laughs) I think that one can go either way, too. Thank you. This is the only time you've ever been on my side. <laughs> anyway, Zootopia. Zootopia. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about? I would just like to reiterate. Hot Tiger. Is everything. Is everything. We didn't, we didn't everything. talk about Hot Tiger. We did not. We made it very far on the Disney March Madness male characters. Who was the ultimate, like, boyfriend, Disney boyfriend. Hot Tiger made it very far on the chart. He's just... They made it to my final four. One of those really random things that catches people's interest. I love seeing just the... I love seeing what people take away 
I know I showed it to you when you first mentioned it, but I have to show it again. Like, I, I, I love that it became a thing. That's the only way I have to phrase it. Yeah. There's no explanation for why it became a thing. No. Yeah, I have to admit, I don't fully understand Hot Tiger. The he's original just like... Help. <laughs> he's just originally... He's just like, like calmly sitting just, on the train, doing his little book or crossword or whatever it is. He's he, got his legs crossed. He's not being a man spreader. He's got his sweater he's wearing. His sweater is really nice. And it's got the sleeves rolled up. All time I thought it was a Henry. No, it's just a sweater. Yeah, it's got the sleeves rolled up. It's, a, it's, a, it's got buttons on it. It's got buttons. It's working. He, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's working. All I right. like too how we both tried to describe it and we both had to like take a deep breath like <sighs> <laughs> how to describe hot tiger <laughs> and what he means. Hot, Just hot tiger. Hot tiger. Hot tiger. If you take away nothing else from this movie. So for next time, we're going to be watching The Hangover. Ta-da! We decided ahead of time this time. We decided ahead of time. Yeah. The title doesn't give me a lot to go on for The Hangover. No, it does not. But, and I only know one fun fact about it, which is that one of the actors loses a tooth at some point, mm-hmm. and the actor actually has that tooth missing. He has, like, a, a like one, a single, like, denture or whatever, yeah. whatever you would call that. A oh. oh. prosthetic tooth. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, we know this. I just said implant. Implant would be a good word. But it could also be like a fixed partial denture. Yeah, that could be a fixed partial denture. Or removable partial partial denture. But if it is removable. But is it really a denture if it's just one tube? And if it's not like supported on other things? Because if they do random implants, it's not a denture. But they call it like... If I get one of my molar over here and then my canine over here... That's not a denture. They're not connected. That's just two missing teeth that have implants in them. It's an implant. Implant with a crown with above it. With a crown. <laughs> teeth talk. Probably a laminate veneer. Possibly zirconia. It's a very popular restorative material right now. <laughs> for context, this is what Howie and Kristen do for work every day. <laughs> talk about fake teeth. Yeah. All about that. That one prosthetics dental life. <laughs> Anyways, so he has a dental implant, and so when he loses the tooth, he just takes it out, and it's actually missing for the whole movie. He just. It, it's not CG. Not it's not CG or anything. Real right, that doesn't sound like an implant. Yeah. It's not CG or anything, he just removes it and hmm. actually doesn't have the tooth. I also know that Mike Tyson is in the movie. I don't know right. if the two are related. Him maybe, and his missing two. And Mike Tyson. Only time will tell. I assume I assume from the title it's some group of guys get very drunk. Shenanigans. <laughs> name name two specific shenanigans you think happen. Two specific shenanigans. Isn't there a tiger too? <laughs> It's no hot tiger, <laughs> it's but no hot there tiger. is a tiger. It's like a regular tiger. Just a regular tiger. Well, that, Very adorable. That is 
one shenanigan. One shenanigans. <laughs> tiger. Tiger. God, what else? Yeah, and then somebody, somebody fights Mike Tyson. Mike Maybe Tyson is involved. Because again, literally one of the only things I know about this movie. Guess a shenanigan. Guess a shenanigan. Yeah, it isn't related to the two things you know about the movie. Marriage. Somebody gets married. Okay. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. see. I like this movie, too. Not even necessarily the movie. It's because um, at some point, Alan... They were talking about planning something or other, and he's like, nope, next weekend's not good for me. The Jonas Brothers are in town. And I went to a Jonas Brothers concert, and they had that as a yeah. shirt that you can buy, so I bought it. So maybe I'll dig that up, and I'll wear it when we watch The Hangover. All right. Sorry, next week I'll hold you to it. Okay. I'll hold you to it. You won't, but okay. I'll hold you to it. If we were still talking about teeth, you could say, I'll hold you to it. I guess. (laughs) But we are not. Zootopia. (laughs) Zootopia. Okay. Thanks for listening. Next time we'll be talking about The Hangover. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.